This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, coming out, riding out on old Dan again. Come on, Dan, let's go. Got to get up. Got to get a getting. Get back on the trail again, bringing God's message day in and day out to the folks who are out there anxious to hear. Some may be hearing for the first time, and we're just happy to be with you folks. Old Dan and I appreciate your listening, and also appreciate your prayers, appreciate your praying for us, helping us with the broadcast. Many of you are doing that thing, and I praise the Lord for it. This is God's work. This is God's message that we bring in you, my friend. And we just praise the Lord for every opportunity we get to stand somewhere on the corner in a little country church, brush arbor somewhere, and bring you God's message. And I'm glad to say we heard some folks up in Sweetwater, Tennessee. I wish more of you would write us and listen and let us know that you're listening. We're looking that divine healing is not in the atonement. We bring you these studies on divine healing, true and false. Let's go back and look. If divine healing were in the atonement, all of, and all our sickness and pains and ailments and infirmities were atoned for on the cross in the death of Christ, then we, by faith in that atonement, could reach perfection, our bodies while in this life, and come to have glorified bodies while we live. Now, my friend, that's a misnomer from the word go. There's no such a thing as that. Just, just be practical. Just be practical. If, the, if divine healing were in the atonement, we could claim it. Yes, we could. But listen, listen. Uh, the moment a sinner is saved by faith in Christ, he becomes a new creature in Christ Jesus, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17, and saved and saved forever. His salvation is eternal. Now, I know that's a controversial statement. We have folks say, Ooh, you believe in eternal security? Yes, ma'am. And yes, sir, the old trailblazer banks his whole reputation on that fact. And the Lord says it, uh, he'll not pluck us out of, out of his hand. And, and, and I've had folks say, well, we can pluck ourselves out of his hand. We can, we can do this. We can go back to the world. We can start to, no, if, you, if you're saved, you can't. The misnomer is, the main problem is, many of our folks, I heard a preacher one day conducting a funeral of a, of a fellow whom I'd known all my life, went to school with, and he had died. And this preacher said, uh, well, you know, he was saved back there a long, long time ago, but he drifted off away from the church and went back to the world and living in sin and honky-tonking and shacking up and all that, but he came back to the church. And, and that preacher stood there, my friend, it was the most amazing thing. I knew the man. I knew what kind of life he lived. But he based the fact uh, that he came back to church. He came back to Jesus. Now, my friend, if he had been saved, he never would have done those things. He never would have. No, sir, never would have lived in sin like that, uh, presumptuously. But let's go back to our study. God's child, salvation is eternal because he's born again. You know what that means, born again? According to John 3, 3, 5. If that, is a, if that is true of the soul, that would be true of the body. If divine healing were in the atonement and the believer would never die. Think about that with me. The believer would never die. He would have life, as you and I know it, eternal on this earth. No one would have ever died if, he, if he, uh, healing would be in the atonement. No, no, no sickness would prevail. No, no cancer, no disease would prevail if they were covered under the atoning work of the Lord. Now, listen, listen. Our diseases are not in the atonement. Our diseases, our, our, those things that uh, afflict us, they're not in the atonement. But our new bodies, which God will give us at the, at the resurrection, 
They are in the atonement, according to Romans 8.23. Now, let me read that. Romans 8.23. Get your Bibles out there, if you will, and have them ready. Listen, Romans 8.23. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. This scripture here alone uh, blows, blows all of those things out of the water. It disproves universal healing. These bodies in which we live will decay and go back to the dust, my friend. Now, how many sermons, how many funeral sermons, messages have I conducted in the last 15 years across this nation? I've never seen one yet come back from the dead. I never have. Those bodies, whether they be young or old, I've seen young people uh, have afflictions that take them out of this life. I've seen old folks. I've seen folks live to be 90-some years old, 98 years old, but they died. They died. I wish you'd go there and read in Genesis where it says uh, uh, so-and-so was born and lived 900 and how many years, and he died. And then he died. Another one lived, born, died. All you don't you they died, my friend. They died. I've I've used that verses those verses of scripture in funeral services. So and so lived to be so and so, and he died. And then he got over there to old Enoch. You know old Enoch. He said, and God took him, and God took him. Now my friend Enoch and I, Elijah, those two individuals never faced death. They never saw death. And uh, I don't understand those things. I don't understand a lot. Most folks know I don't understand a whole lot, but I know how God saves a sinner. Do you know how God saves a sinner, my friend? Can I just briefly tell you how the Lord saves a sinner? How he cleanses that sinner from sin? Listen, we come into this world sinful, degraded, uh, depraved. And, and let me make this statement. You preachers out there, if you miss Holy Spirit conviction and miss total depravity, you miss, you miss everything. If you never see yourself as a totally depraved individual needing to be cleansed, needing to be re re renewed, needing to be saved, delivered from those things. But when the Lord gets ready to save a sinner, he sets his love upon that poor soul. We don't know when it is. We don't know when it is. I'm surprised day after day, time after time, when the Lord, when someone tells me, calls me, says, Lord, save me. Well, I've been watching that individual. I, I see things change in their lives, but it always it always makes me happy when they call me and say, you know, Pastor, the Lord saved this old sinner. Well, that's great. That's great. But I didn't know the integral workings of that heart, but the Lord does. So the Lord sends the Holy Spirit, the third person of the triune God. Did you know that the Holy Spirit is God? It's God. Oh, we have such a misrepresentative, warped, and twisted idea of the scriptures today. Folks think that, that, that uh, Jesus is just a little st uh, uh, standing on the sideline of time, waiting for some individual, some old reprobate, some old whoremonger to come by and give his heart to Jesus. No, sir. No, sir. He's on the throne, my friend. He's sovereign. He's omnipotent. He, he, he does as he pleases. But the Lord sends the Holy Spirit under the direction of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes there and takes us poor old sinner, just like the old trailblazer. Oh, uh, going about, doing what seemeth right in my own eyes. And then the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, touches my heart. 
How, how does he do that, Trailblazer? How does the Lord touch your heart? By hearing the word preached, by reading God's word, by hearing, hearing the faithful testimony of some saint of God. They don't even know that they're touching your heart, but the Holy Spirit grasped those words, those, those scriptures. They gra- he grasped them, and, and I, I describe it like this. Thrust them into your heart like a barbed arrow, like a pointed dagger, and you can't pull it out. All of a sudden, one day you're different. You begin to see yourself differently. You begin to see, well, you know what? I've been, I've been right all my life. I've been a hooking bull in this diocese. I've been th- thinking I was somebody come, and I see now that I'm just a poor old sinner, depraved, sinful. How in the world have I been living like this with this depraved heart? And here you are. Maybe soon, maybe quick, maybe prolonged. But the Holy Spirit begins to, to show you those things. And for surely, surely, the first, the first evidence of that is confusion. You've been going to church all your life, maybe. Maybe you hadn't. But you see something different. You say, oh, Joe, he's different, you know. He's different. I told you that story, I believe, about old Joe out there in the Midwest somewhere, Western Plain. He's an old, old rancher, and he had, a, had a, a wife and a family out there in the hill somewhere. But every Saturday morning, he'd come loping into town on his old faithful pony. And he'd stop at the saloon, get drunk. Stay there most all day long. And later on that evening, some of the boys there would put him on his old pony and turn him loose, point him back towards the ranch, and he'd go home. Well, the Lord got a hold of old Joe. I don't know if they had a, a visiting evangelist came into town, but somehow or another, uh, in God's sight, he got a hold of old Joe. And so the Lord saved him. And folks heard about it. And they said, well, we'll find out. We'll find out next Saturday if old Joe knows the Lord. If old Joe got saved, they called it got religion. If old Joe got religion, no, man, my friend, religion, everybody's got religion. Did you know the atheists have a religion? That's their religion, atheism. But old Joe come to town next Saturday. All these old boys were standing across the street over there at the general store, over there at the hardware store, and they said, oh, Joe's coming. I see his old pony coming. And old Joe went right on by the saloon. He just loped on down the main street, clippity-clop, clippity-clop, went on down to the grocery store down there, wherever it was located, got him a little sack of groceries and put them, tied them behind his saddle, come on back, went on out. Now they said, well, old Joe, he must have he got religion. No, the Lord saved him. Give him a new heart. No longer did he care for that saloon. You still care for the saloon, my friend, after you say you the Lord saved you? You don't know nothing about salvation. And more than a hog does a side saddle. But my friend, salvation is a deliverance. The word salvation really means deliverance. You're delivered from what? From a life of sin, from a life of total depravity, a life of uh, wanting your own way and having your own way and doing as you please. Oh, no, before old Joe would go home and, and slap his wife around a little bit and the children would all scatter like a bunch of uh, potters scattering when you flush them out. But now, now they're glad to see Papa coming home. He brought uh, stuff for the kiddies and brought groceries. Mama would give him a list, and he went down there and got it. And everybody knew that old Joe. But listen, the scripture says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature, my friend? Old trucker, are you a new creature? You were heading down the road on I-40 up there in Tennessee. My friend, are you a new creature in Christ? The old trailblazer, a new creature. Surely I'm not what I would like to be, but I'm not what I used to be either. I'm a new creature in Christ. Folks may not believe it, but I know I've I, I got evidence on the inside. 
like the little boy that eat a bunch of green apples and his belly started hurting. The doctor said, oh, ain't nothing wrong with him. He said, yeah, it is. I got inside information. He knew he'd eat those green apples. But my friend, the Lord gives you inside information. to See what Christ has done for you. This is the old trailblazer. I wish I could sit down by your side and maybe eat a piece of that apple pie. But let me tell you, uh, remember our mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, go there, radiomissions.org, and look us up and uh, pray for us. Will you do that and help us with the broadcast? Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website, at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.